0: Along the wall with Marner, stolen away. Tyler to Foley to the empty net and in. Montreal is 238 away from completing the comeback. Checked by Pullman. Comes free to Caulfield Up front, they score. Tyler to wins it. Montreal is moving on. Here's a chance for Colborne cutting in. Colborne over Point, had to go to the backhand. He scores. A power play goal by Braden Point.
1: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome into another episode of Our Line Starts, fueled by Duncan. And I'm fueled today by Keith Jones and Dominic Moore. What's up, guys? How are we doing? Playoffs in full swing. You guys getting some rest?
0: Yeah, lots <laughs> of rest. And now no more doubleheaders from this point on either, KT. So things are looking up for everybody. Excited.
1: I love it. How about you, <laughs> yeah. Duncan?
2: Yeah, back in the studio tonight. It's been a couple of weeks for me covering the North uh, Division. So I'm excited to be back with you and Jonesy. And uh, it's uh, it's been fun. Playoffs rolling along.
1: Yeah, let's talk about that North Division. That's exactly where I want to start, Dom, because this Montreal Canadiens team has been the biggest surprise of the playoffs. There's no question about it. Let's start with the first round. They eliminate the Toronto Maple Leafs, the top team in that division. They were down three games to one what did you notice about that team, Dom, that, that made them kind of flip a switch and defeat the Toronto Maple Leafs?
2: Well, you know, to be frank, they weren't playing that well to start the playoffs. And Carey Price really kept them in there. They were giving up a lot of chances through the first four or five games, and Price just kept them in. And they stole a couple of games in overtime. Uh, and, and then once they got through that, you know, Toronto completely laid an egg in game seven they get through that series and then when you come back from 3-1 down and I've been on teams that have done this you feel invincible after that because you've basically been out and now you're just playing with house money so Price kept them in they get through the series and then they're just totally confident feeling invincible and they just absolutely steamrolled Winnipeg. Uh, Winnipeg you know, Price didn't actually have to be that good in round two. It was actually just the Canadian stifling defense. There was probably like two grade A scoring chances in the whole series for Winnipeg, and it was a smothering effort. So we'll see how long they can ride that wave, Jonesy. Yeah, they're
0: obviously extremely confident right now. And I agree with you. I thought they defended really well against Winnipeg. I, I, uh, I think Winnipeg, did not have enough battle in them which was surprising I think that they allowed Montreal to you know openly defend them with ease which was interesting to watch because you had greater expectations for Winnipeg I'm not sure if the whole thing can be blamed on Mark Shifley's suspension but they clearly did not have much going on offensively so how much do we give Montreal credit for that I think we give them a lot of credit for it I think their defense did a great job I think we had examples of it last year when Uh, Shea Weber and Petrie and Sherratt did a great job in the bubble and beating out the Pittsburgh Penguins and then gave the Flyers all that they could handle in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, They teased it a little bit. They showed it a bit at the start of the regular season uh, with a lot of the new additions they had and then they lost it for a long period of time. So they recaptured it at the right time and I I think they become a a dangerous opponent in the next round. I, I do believe they're inferior to whoever they play against in Colorado or Vegas, but uh, they have some swagger right now. And when you can defend, you can beat anybody. So I think, I don't think you can overlook them, although they're going to be heavy underdogs in the next round.
1: When you guys look back to that Jets Montreal series, Jonesy, how much did the Mark Scheifele suspension influence what happened with the Winnipeg Jets in the postseason?
0: Yeah, I I think it was a major deal because Pierre-Luc Dubois never seemed to be comfortable. He never looked like he uh, was able to get to his game. So Scheifele would have alleviated a lot of those issues. It would have given Montreal a player to spend a lot of time on trying to defend against. He's an elite player and a great uh, goal scorer and passer. So they caught a huge break, Montreal, because of his ill-advised hit. Um, and Winnipeg had a major hole to fill, and both guys that were expected to fill it, and Stastny and Dubois, were playing with injuries. Uh, Dubois wasn't able to go in the first game, and Stastny came back about midway through the series. So I I think it was a gigantic reason on why Winnipeg lost that series, but not the only reason.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you look at game one, uh, KT, like, the Jets were coming off nine days of rest after sweeping the Oilers, and they were rusty to start game one. Not Their intensity was not there, and they got down early. But then they battled back and were making it interesting. You know, they had scored a, a pulled goalie goal and were, were right there until Shifley made that poor decision and did what he did. And that completely changed the complexion of the series. Shifley's a top-ten player in this league. And you take him out, as Jonesy suggested, it has a trickle-down effect for, for all the lines after that, which which made it really hard for Paul and Reese to try to, you know, match up and, and have the depth that he needed, especially you, know, you look at, like, Montreal. Their fourth line was one of their best lines with with Perry, Stahl, and Armia, and they, they just couldn't match that at all. The, we, the Wheeler-Shifley chemistry also got torn apart. You know, those guys are so good together, so Wheeler's game drops – just so many ways that that was affected um, that affected the series. So it was, it was a big loss and, and, you know, Montreal has been fortunate, you know, Tavares went out the first round against the Leafs and then Shifley goes out the second round. So, uh, but they're riding high and playing a good team game.
1: Well, up next is a date with either Colorado or Vegas. So we'll await as we tape this podcast. We will await the winner of that series to see who Montreal faces. But in the meantime, let's take a look at the odds, powered by Points Bet Sportsbook, and the Canadians' odds to win the Stanley Cup at the start of the playoffs, guys, was plus three thousand. Currently, it's plus nine hundred. Understandably so, they're one of the four teams remaining in the postseason. But um, you know, Jones, are you surprised by the the, the discrepancy in those numbers?
0: No, they, I mean, there were 30 to one to start, basically, and that seemed about right. Uh, they'll, they'll be nine to one, and a lot of that will have to do with the fact they're going to be heavy uh, underdogs in the next round. So I think they've got it right. I mean, at least it's worth it. If you believe in them, you're going to get some decent odds back for a team that's, you know down to the final four. Uh, at nine to one, I think that's a fair bet. And anytime you have Kerry Price playing like Kerry Price is playing, and you've got a team that defends well and has some veteran players that are providing um, some support, you have a chance. Um, it's a long shot for Montreal to win. If I was betting that I'd take the 30 to one, I wouldn't be taking <laughs> nine to one because I, I really believe they're going to be um, in some deep waters going up against either Vegas or Colorado.
2: Yeah, well, Montreal's been hearing this talk all, all playoffs before the first round, they were no chance. Nobody gave them a chance. The Leafs juggernaut was unstoppable. They were finally built to win in the playoffs. See you later, Toronto. And, and then in the second round, everyone said, Winnipeg's the better team. You know, they've just, they've got more weapons, this, that, and the other steamrolled them. And so Montreal does not mind hearing this kind of talk. The other element is, They've been playing Montreal, finally getting some fans, but the North division has been playing largely without fans. And there's no doubt uh, about the fact that the games you watch the games from the different divisions, they're different. They're different, but the fans have an effect. So we don't know how Montreal will play once they're put into an environment with a full building, maybe their game will pick up. So it's a very unpredictable year. We haven't seen any teams play outside their division, It's a difficult task for betters, but uh, there's opportunity there if you can get it right.
1: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. All right, let's talk about the second team that's in the final four, and that's the Tampa Bay Lightning, the defending Stanley Cup champs. Uh, round one, they take down the Panthers in six games. Round two, you know, they take care of Carolina in five games, winning uh, winning the series finale two nothing. I mean, this is this this is a Tampa Bay Lightning team, guys. It doesn't look like they have any kind of exhaustion from last year going all the way to the Stanley Cup final and winning the Stanley Cup. But what about this team? And a lot of that team from last year's Stanley Cup championship is still intact with this one. But Jonesy, I'll start with you. What has impressed you the most about Tampa so far in the playoffs
0: just how determined they have been they look as hungry as they were last year and it looks like that experience of winning some big games has really served them well a couple closeout games so far uh, their experience has really come to the forefront especially with their defense I mean they are an extremely gifted back end and I think that's probably one of their biggest strengths if anything falters they've got Vasilevsky backing them up but they're as deep as you can get and they just beat a couple of very good teams. The Florida Panthers gave them a great test to get the playoffs started. Uh, They battled them physically. They challenged them. They were in their face. They had a different type of series against Carolina, a team that for the most part stays disciplined, works extremely hard and battles in the offensive zone and forces you to defend. They handled all of that uh, beautifully, to be honest with you, way better than I thought they would against Carolina. So I think that they're a team that believes in each other, but also knows how to get the job done. And in the biggest moments, they you know, found a way to win those games and made it look pretty easy. So that, that's something that really stood out to me. And I, I'd have to be thinking that they're feeling extremely confident moving on to the next round.
2: Yeah, you mentioned know how to get the job done. I mean, that's exactly it with Tampa. And they seem, Jonesy, to really have figured it out. After they got swept by the jackets, they went back to the drawing board and whatever they did, they figured it out. And now they have that secret recipe that, you know, they know how to win playoff playoff hockey games. And you mentioned the closeout games. I thought those were two of the best games they played where they just had that mentality that, you know, because those are the hardest ones to win where you've got a desperate team that doesn't want to go home. And these are two good teams that they faced in the in the first two rounds. But it's it's just amazing, right? Tampa, the regular season goes the way it does. And a lot of talk about how well Florida is playing and how amazing Carolina had a regular season finishing at the top of that division. And guess who's left? It's the Tampa Bay Lightning. So they know how to get the job done in the playoffs and look out for them going forward.
1: Yeah, look out is right. All right, let's get to the cold brew check fueled by Duncan. What is more likely to happen? You guys, the lightning repeating as Stanley cup champs or the Canadians for the first time since 1993 Jonesy, what do you have?
0: Tampa Bay repeating. Uh, I would be shocked if Montreal gets the job done. I know Don's been watching them really closely and uh, he might feel differently, but uh, a Tampa Bay repeat of the Stanley cup championship last year would not be surprising to me
2: at all. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think I agree. I think Tampa repeating is more likely. Having said that, I will say that I don't think that the North Division champions are as much of a doormat as everyone's saying. And we just don't know. These teams haven't played each other until they get on the ice together, until we see the matchups and how the different lines match up and the way, you know, the, the, the coaches and, you know, read and react and adapt off each other. We, we just don't know. So don't count Montreal out because uh, you'll do that at your own peril. Like everyone else has this this playoff season.
1: And that was the cold brew check fueled by Duncan this season. Be sure to grab a cold brew for game time because where there's hockey, there's Duncan guys, before I let you go, uh, what are you most looking forward to moving forward here in the playoffs? Dom, I'll start with you.
2: Well, I, you know, I'd love to see this, this uh, Bruins Islanders series just keep make it seven out of, you know, best of nine or best of 11, <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> we just love watching these games. Uh, and the atmosphere has just been incredible in these buildings. So uh, that's been fun to watch. But to be honest, I, I, the most thing I'm excited about is see, finally seeing these divisions play against each other because we've mm-hmm. talked about it so much throughout the regular season. And there's so much unknown with it, but it's going to be exciting to see this finally happen.
0: Yeah, for me, I I want to see who can get past Tampa Bay. And I I think Tampa's got everything going in the right direction again. They look unbeatable. They've got their star players playing some great hockey. And they've got so much balance that their fourth line was really their best line in their final game in getting rid of Carolina. So for me, it's about an opportunity for a team to repeat as Stanley Cup champions. And I would love to see them get it done especially with a chance to do it in front of a packed building. I think they were robbed of that last year. So it would be great to see Tampa find a way to get that Stanley Cup and raise it in front of their fans.
1: All right. They're getting greedy in Tampa there with all their championships now, though. So I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> all no right, doubt. guys. Fun to be with you. We'll be uh, joining each other on the set soon enough. So uh, thanks for joining us to all of our fans as well for our line starts fueled by Duncan. We'll see you next time.